To me, the baseline of being able to step into your full power is to be able to step into your confidence and self-belief. And if you have a strong foundation in that, you can conquer the world. Hey everyone and welcome to the Academy Podcast with the number one international best-selling author and multi-award winning success and life coach, Camille Shah. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking this opportunity to grow together with me, Camille Shah, and my guests on this program. Each episode of the Academy Podcast is filled with insights and wisdom from my guests, which I believe can have a profound impact on the way we live our lives. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Academy Podcast. I hope you're doing well wherever you are tuning in. If you're out and about doing your morning walk, uh, walking the dog, uh, having a jog, on the treadmill, whatever it is that you're doing, right? I hope you're doing well. Uh, before we start today's episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to people that have been leaving reviews for the podcast. Again, like I say, I truly appreciate your comments and your feedback because it just gives me an understanding if things are connecting with you and um, and also any particular topics that you'd like us to cover on the podcast. So, uh, I would encourage you to go ahead to the podcast show page and leave your review, what you liked about the podcast, which episode resonated with you and what tips or strategies that you found useful. Okay, so I want to give a shout out to Haslam who left a review and he says, great reminders to surviving and thriving in life. Now, this is in reference to episode two with Camille's calm and reassuring tone of voice. His advice as reminders for those who already know is so easy to the ears and heart. I pick up most of the tip to be in the moment, slow things down and being aware of our surroundings and our inner state of being. Thanks, Camille. Appreciate those words, Haslam. Thank you so much. And I appreciate the fact that it has provided some useful tips for you. So thank you for that. Another one comes in from Sirhan, who says, moments in time. Interesting. Thanks for sharing. Thank you again, Sirhan. Again, I appreciate that. So thank you again. Keep them coming in. And let's move on with today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Academy Podcast with myself, Camille Shah. And I'm absolutely thrilled today we have another special guest with us. Again, wherever you are tuning into this, I hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying healthy. And I hope you found the previous podcast uh, insightful. I'd love to hear from you. Please leave a review and reach out to me and let me know which ones you found useful. Okay, so coming to today's podcast, I want to bring on my guest, Brittany Tibbetts. Brittany Tibbetts, RDH, is an author, speaker, mentor, coach, entrepreneur, and founder of L Potential. She has successfully climbed the corporate ladder throughout her career. She is a licensed dental hygienist, which has enabled her to excel in both the clinical and operational settings of her profession. In her first five years, she learned and mastered clinical care within her scope of practice and business operations, found her voice, and claimed her seat at tables dominated by men. Her experience has allowed her to mentor and coach hundreds of dental health 
students, providers, and professionals, as well as lead affiliates as the director of operations in the Northeast. Throughout her experience, she learned how to step into her true authentic power to unlock her full she potential. She has achieved both personal and professional success by overcoming barriers and passionately believes in helping other women step into their power to make this possible for themselves. Most recently, Brittany became an international best-selling author when her co-authored book, Authentic, Courageous Humans Who Change Their Lives by Rewriting the Story, hit number one in the Amazon charts across the globe. Simply awesome. Welcome, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. And I, it's just so surreal hearing you say, the, share mm. the news about being international bestseller with you know myself and yourself and all the fabulous uh, 21 other off- authors that are in it. So it's truly an honor. I appreciate being on your podcast today. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Brittany, for, for saying yes, you know, for saying yes and say <laughs> yes, Camille, I'm, I want to jump onto your podcast and uh, share my story. So thank you again for taking the time uh, and for, for everyone tuning in. I just want to remind you to go ahead and purchase your own copy of the book. Um, the book entitled Authentic Courageous Humans Who Change Their Lives by Rewriting Their Story, available on multiple Amazon sites across the globe. Why, why, why? Because each copy that you purchase, the proceeds, all of the proceeds go towards um, helping underprivileged girls in Kenya, in Malindi, Kenya, through the charity charity that we've partnered with called Elimu Girls, right? So I'm, I'm reminding you guys, again, if you don't have a copy, go ahead and purchase it as well as not for yourself, but also purchase it for other people, you know, give it as gifts. So it is, you know, it is a, a noble cause. Go ahead and do that. Um, don't do it now. Do it after the, after the episode, right? I want you to, to stay on and listen to Brittany's story. Right. Uh, So, yeah. So by doing that, you are helping not only yourself, not only the people that you're giving the book towards, but also helping these girls in Malindi, Kenya. Okay, so coming back to today's episode, Brittany, I want to bring you on and just say, look, Brittany, just if you don't mind just sharing your journey towards writing your chapter in the book. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, going back to you saying thank you for saying yes. That's ultimately what had led me to being involved in in such a wonderful experience. It's always been a goal of mine to write a book. And um, I had the fabulous opportunity of meeting uh, Tina Wellsome, who is um, owner of the Key Publishing. And she um, offered me the opportunity and said, what if I could, what if I told you um, that I could have you become a published author by the end of this year? And I just was like, wait, are really? <laughs> and, <laughs> and so um, I said, yeah, she um, asked me to be a part of this. And um, I, I couldn't be more thrilled. It's still surreal hearing this. Um, and I think that there's so much uh, tw- after coming out of 2020, my goal was to want to experience life different, um, get out of the monotony, the flow of the regular routine. And I know 2020 shifted that for all of us. Um, but it was my goal to try to figure out how I can truly live life and experience life different than I've ever have before. So once the world opened back up, that has been my focus. And, 
Um, with that being said, saying yes has been a huge part of, you know, combating the fears and self doubt and really putting myself out there to get to be vulnerable and uncomfortable so I can experience and have different experiences than I've ever had previously. Well, great. I, I, I like the fact that you've started off with with that uh, simple word. Yes. Um, and I, I, I guess I, I resonate with that as well. You know, looking back at my own kind of journey, you know, it, it sometimes is that just that one small moment that allows you to shift from where you are now to, uh, you know, opening a completely new realm of, of possibilities. And it just takes that one yes, as they say. Yeah, it's so true. And by saying yes one time, it creates a momentum, an energetic momentum. And next thing you know, other opportunities start, I don't know, it seems like you start to become a magnet for opportunities and they start gravitating towards you. And when you're in, you know, the, I don't, the state of wanting to be vulnerable and, and experiencing things and, and just looking for opportunities, you, you see them and, and you want to claim them. And, and so that's ultimately, um, I don't know, it's this, this, this flow and, and being a part of a flow. So it's a, it's a lot of fun and it's definitely given me, it's more liberating and, um, you know, it's it, just experiencing a different life, different. I, I like what you said there about, you know, uh, one thing leading to another by that simple move of, of saying yes. Uh, it reminds me of, you know, you hear this a lot. I'm not sure. Again, for you guys tuning in, you've heard this before. Um, there's research that says, you know, there is part of your brain called the RAS, which is the reticular activation system, I think it's called, where the more that you focus on one thing, the more you see of that, you know, so it's almost saying that uh, by, by say, again, going back to by saying yes, the more of the opportunities associated with you saying yes to whatever it is starts to appear. It's not that it's, it's not there. It's that your your mind is now tuning into those things. Those things were already there in the first place. It's just that your mind, ha, you know, previously either blocks it or kind of uh, puts it to one side. But you know, because now you're saying yes, so all these opportunities appear because your mind's now focused to it. So yep. and being in that state, it's like a muscle that you're working out and you're releasing control, releasing the idea of knowing what the set outcome will be, and just saying yes, claiming that opportunity, not knowing how it's going to unfold and partaking in it and just keeping the faith and remaining optimistic and expecting good outcomes. That's great. Um, on that, Rini, I want to come to your chapter. Uh, I've read your chapter. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really interesting because you start off with this, um, again, with everybody's chapter. I'm not going to divulge too much. I want the, the, you know, the people tuning in to go ahead and buy your own copy and read it for yourself. But um, you start off with this moment that you have in your car at the traffic lights. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting because it reminds me of those, you know, when, when you read other people's stories, there is this one defining moment that they say that was a turning point, right? That was a turning point. And they, they re recount it very vividly, you know, the, the moment. So, you know, in the context of this domino effect, what's the relationship between that moment and, you know, what we talked about, you know, just a couple of minutes about, about saying yes and the potential of opening up new, new doors and new chapters in your life. So that experience 
was almost like my aha moment. I know Oprah Winfrey, she refers to the aha moments and it's almost like the, the awareness mm. moment that I realized that I wanted to live a life unleashed. And the reference that you're making to the chapter is, and just for anyone who's listening, um, is I'm a dental hygienist and I was restricted to a set schedule with different appointments set up where patients would uh, come in one after another with set appointment time. So there was not a lot of flexibility in my schedule. So being at that traffic light, seeing and, and looking in the cars next to me and just wondering what the person next to me in that car did for a living. And if they were you know, restricted by a schedule. And that was something that I almost was fantasizing about. And it was at that moment that I had the realization that I wanted to live a life unleashed. I wanted to have some type of flexibility and not be so restricted. Well, I loved being a dental hygienist and having the opportunity to be, to connect and, and to provide patient central care. I wanted to have also other experiences as well. What I connect with that is, you know, in in the, the day and age that we're in, you know, where it's, everything's like super fast, super fast, super fast. You don't take the time to give you that moment of respite. Um, so that's why I kind of latched on to that moment because it was quite interesting for me, even for me, just reflecting on that. Those are, I guess, in, in, a, in my day-to-day life are those moments where I actually get to, for the few, one, what, you know, depending on the length of the, you know, a uh, red light, <laughs> you know, how long you stop at the red light. Those are the moments where I get to just kind of just breathe for, for a bit, you know, yeah. just to, to just stop. Uh, because when, when you're driving, you're, you're kind of constantly focusing on the road, you know, when you're at work, when you're at home. But that moment where you're at the traffic lights, I, I find that, you know, that's where you just, oh, okay, handbrakes on. The and pause. Then you, the pause, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. You have a moment to breathe. Yeah. yeah. And that's where you kind of just look around and, you know, just either you look around, you you um, notice things or you self-introspect, you know, for that whatever, you know, one or two minutes. And I'm sure and I'm sure others can relate. But in those moments in the car at the red light, the music may be on, but you may not be hearing it because you're so in your head just thinking and, and being mm. in that moment, processing whatever it is that it's funny. And, and then once you come out of it, you're like, oh, the music's been on. And it's like, yeah. so. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I've, I've, I've been in that all, pretty much all my life, actually. <laughs> the, <music's on. laughs> the, the background music's on. <laughs> right. You mentioned also, Brittany, that you are a dental hygienist. And you mentioned as well, going up through the, the corporate ladder to where mm-hmm. you are now the director of operations, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, of the north yep. northeast so that's a, a huge huge um, you know uh, achievement so congratulations in in, in doing that but what i want to now go into is when it comes to the corporate world what are the key things that you feel are lacking or missing from from that realm you know the corporate world so the dynamic that i work in is a little bit different in the sense that um i work in a corporate world but i'm part of a joint partnership. So I'm part of a PC professional corporation, and they have a joint partnership with another corporation. So I have a little bit more flexibility in the sense of um, it's not just one main structure, and it's almost like a partnered structure. Um, so that has been something that has been more unique. And I feel, you know, blessed to, to have a little bit more flexibility in that capacity. However, there is definitely things that do lack is uh, I, flexibility. Ultimately, I know I'm saying I have flexibility, but the the ultimate flexibility of being able to 
um, not be so rigid in some of the processes. I feel like there, everything needs a process in or in order to function, you know, correctly or, or in an organized fashion to eliminate chaos. However, um, sometimes in those processes, they become antiquated and dated and everyone gets comfortable utilizing those same processes. So I do think in a corporate setting, and we can relate this actually to any setting that just always being at the forefront of taking the process and getting yourself out of that monotonous, that, that routine flow and seeing, is there a way that we can achieve this outcome better? Can we streamline it? And that I would say is probably one of the uh, biggest areas I think that all corporations can improve in. From my previous experience, you know, working in the corporate realm, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from and to understand that there is a system, system needs to be there, right? System needs to be there to, like you're saying, to yeah. avoid chaos and structure. Structure, yeah. yeah, structure. But to understand, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's the people that are there that are going to do the work that are going to fit into this structure. How can we achieve this better? Now, this is where I, you know, personally, I feel that idea of of putting the people in there in that equation. Sometimes I feel some organizations don't see it that way, and they they tend to kind of, uh, yeah, or, or, lose sight you know, of that. Yeah, it's lost. They're so focused on the process that the actual intention of the process is lost because sometimes everyone gets so fixated on that aspect. And and then at that point, I just feel like ultimately you've lost it all together because you're not achieving whoever, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. I feel like it's failed at that point because you're not, if it's involving another, you know, human or, or whatever it may be it ultimately fails because you're too fixated on the process. Staying on that as well, um, when we talk, at, talk about organizations and the structure and where do, do we fit in or into all of this, I'd like to know what your thoughts are is, um, again, focusing on the, on the people side of things, you know, to understand that be it your coworkers, be it your boss or whoever it is, you know, um, whoever that that is part of that organization, the janitor, whoever it is, you know, everyone that belongs to that organization is part of the organization and they have, you know, potentially they should have a say of how, how things, you know, they, their opinion matter, um, which is what I'm trying to get at, you know, um, mm-hmm. which is sometimes I feel is overlooked. Whereas, you know, like you're saying, the fixation has been on that system or the, the structure and how much are you getting out at the end of the month? Whereas the stuff in between, which is, you know, the, the, the workers or people, the employees, or whoever that is that belongs to the organization is overlooked because of these two polarities that you're going to focus on. And I explain to my team all the time that we all, all the different departments in the organization, we are all one big wheel. And if you take out one of those departments, the wheel is not going to keep spinning. It's it's going to stop. So we need to have a mutual respect and a mutual understanding as far as for trying to understand what, how each department is ultimately going to help achieve that outcome. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Going back to the, to the idea of everyone's important and everyone has uh, a role to play. It doesn't matter structure is structure, but everyone I, I believe is a leader in themselves in one way or another. Um, now there's a, a difference, I guess, in terms of the, um, the, the, hierarchical leadership role um but but there's also that innate nature that everyone is a leader in whatever they do um so as to excel yeah yeah and that piece right there 
is what makes the day exciting, getting to know the people and that who cares about the processes. I mean, yes, we all, if you're working together and you have a great relationship with whoever it is that you're working with together, you're going to want to collaborate and come up with achieving that outcome. So, and, and so it's just shifting. So um, being in the corporate profession, I loved in, in that same capacity, loved connecting with others. And, and I um, came up a little different. So I started in dental hygiene, and then I started mentoring and coaching um, dental hygienists, doctors, specialists, the operational side to it, and then ultimately became the director mm-hmm. of operations. And um, I had found my passion was in coaching and mentoring. And I love just connecting with others and helping others really step into their full power. And to me, the baseline of being able to step into your full power is to be able to step into your confidence and self-belief. And if you have a strong foundation in that, you can conquer the world. I truly feel that, or at least you should believe that you can because you ultimately can. Mm-hmm. And and um, and so I'm pivoting from that now and shifting more towards going into coaching. And I specifically am focused on helping with women um, in, in helping them because I feel like, and, and I'm relating to my own experiences being a woman, it's just that, and I hate to say the word, herded, but we're almost herded to follow the societal flow of the expectations and, and not really truly feeling empowered to step into a leadership role or to step into a role where you actually have control of your life and you can choose your different opportunities and you don't have to follow the, the societal flow, or even if it's not societal, it's just from your, your family and, or your friends and, and their expectations and not wanting to fail them. And, um, you know, I say people pleasing and, and all of that. So it's definitely, um, a shift, but I found that that's where my passion truly lies and, and wanting to focus and shift my focus on that. I like that. Again, going back to what you mentioned there, it's, it's people like yourself in an organization that starts off, not notional idea, but starts off this wave of people mm-hmm. starting to believe in themselves. What, what I'm trying to get at yeah. is that, you know, it doesn't need, you know, sometimes when you look at the structure of organization or this is your role, you have a title and you should only be delivering mm-hmm. stuff according to this title. But I, I truly don't believe that because I believe everyone mm-hmm. has multiple talents and multiple things that they can bring to the world. So you, you shouldn't be fixated by the fact that your title is this and you only do this. Coming back to the way that you've, you've you know, helped others by mentoring and, and coaching through the organization or by the fact that you're just there as someone to to be able to talk and encourage someone else that creates this kind of tidal ripple effect of people starting to believe in themselves and I, I'm not sure whether you, you know you've been able to to assess you know the impact this has done on the the company itself you know has you know morale gone up has have you know deadlines or kind of you know has it translated to a, a more positive impact in in the company itself yeah and i'm sorry going back because you just triggered a thought in my mind that i just have to share so i agree stripping (laughs) stripping the titles like stripping the titles like it doesn't matter what your title is everyone should feel empowered as long as you know like the main i don't know like the main expectation and the main um you know focus or what you're trying to achieve if you have a mission or a goal doesn't matter about your title. I won't, everyone should feel empowered to, to 
work within you know, the parameter to, to go out and, and to achieve that and to get creative and that there is no right way. There's a thousand different solutions to a problem and we shouldn't be using titles or departments and, and, and getting stuck in that rigid layout. Yeah. I love that. Now, now that you've mentioned it, you know, it just reminded me of a few other things as well about previously I used to kind of have ideas, you know, and things to say, <laughs> but because I felt that you know, it's not my place or my, you know, my department to be sharing these You don't ideas. want to overstep. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that whole not kind my of, job description. <laughs> you start to, you, and, and, you know, those thoughts over, override the, the positive things that I have to say. And I end up not sharing them because of the fear of want, not wanting to overstep others or, you know, to upset people by sharing. But now I'm kind of thinking, no, why not? Why not? It, I mean, the, 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 the worst thing that can happen is that someone saying, well, thank you very much. And, you know, just overlook it. But that's fine. I've said my piece. You know, I'm, I'm happy to share it, but it might, you know, trigger somebody else to do something, you know, something positive. So that's the way that I, look, you know, justify it now. Yeah, and that same feeling, and I'm having this realization now as we're talking, that same feeling that we're just discussing is I, I realize that and wanting to shift that and like comparing it or evaluating my personal life and leading me into, okay, how can I take this experience and these feelings of restrictions and limitations and, and I found a way to use my voice. Now, how can I apply that to my personal life and how can I help others apply that to their personal life and not just be restricted to your corporate setting or whatever position that you're in and, and utilize it towards your life at large? Mm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, this is where we start to, to kind of talk about the work that you do in your professional life can also be related to your personal life and vice versa. I mean, it's not exclusive. I believe that, you know, whatever skills that you gain in either one is easily translatable to, to, to the other. Because you're one person, you're not going to be two separate, you know, beings. You know, whatever you do yeah. during the day might impact whatever you do, um, you know, in, in your free time. And whatever you do in free time might impact, the, you know, what you're doing at work. It's so true. And I can just share with you that I have always struggled with integrating my personal life and my professional life. So now being where I'm at and, and trying to integrate it into talk, going into corporate and then talking about my personal life, it's definitely an uncomfortable thing. It's, it's not, it doesn't come naturally, but I'm making it become, because that's how the world is now with social media. You don't need to, I don't even know why we ever had to have our professional presentation of how we appear to our our companies or, or, or jobs that we're at or where we're employed versus our private life. I'm, I have nothing. My private life is, is so routine and, and um, it, you know, there's no reason to do so. And, and I think the world is changing in that capacity and really everyone opening up and just showing up as who you are and, and not having to be fitting into your employed version self and then your, your personal self, you know, what you do in your, your personal time. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, coming back to, the day job and the things that you know, I do in, in my spare time, which is, um, which is, this is one of them. This is one of them uh, because I, I find my, my passion in doing this. I, I'm still trying to kind of align both. I'm not saying that I'm hundred percent, but I'm still trying to align. So hopefully people that see me in my, <laughs> in my you know, day job is the same. It's the same Camille. It's not like separate, separate people. I, I can understand why it is going to be challenging because 
there is this perception that your your professional life should be your LinkedIn self uh, is going to be yeah. separate from your you know Instagram you know <laughs> presence and you know the people that you so it is it is kind of challenging but you know for me mm-hmm. I feel if I'm authentic you would see me the same yes I have my quirky side and I would share that and it goes back to saying you want to live a life unleashed. And what does that truly mean? And, and it should be where you're living, you're, you're showing up authentically as your true self every day, no matter where you are, um, whether you're at work or you're not at work. And I would challenge, I challenge myself, I challenge you, all the listeners to go on your LinkedIn, look at what you are posting on your LinkedIn, and then compare it to what you have on your personal social media page and, and see. And, and, and do you even, I will share with you, and this, I've never shared this with anyone, but I actually have blocked most of the people that I work with in my corporate profession from my private account or from my uh, social media accounts, because I just wanted to maintain a professional, my professional image and, and my, my uh, social media accounts are all motivating content and empowering Mm. content. And it's just me living my life and there's nothing to hide. And, and I questioned myself and I'm like, why am I doing that? For what purpose? And is Mm. that truly me being authentically me out in the world? It's my, my page is, not private, it's public, anyone can go see it. And here I am blocking most of the people that I was working with. Mm. Similar situation where I, I, I got myself into, why am, I, why am I doing this? I mean, why am I doing it? And why do I need to do it? Uh, that's the second question. So now I'm at peace, you know, and that was a struggle that I always had. But now when I'm able to just say, look, this is me. And I feel a huge weight come off my shoulders mm-hmm. because I'm just at peace. You know, all the things that I'm thinking about, you know, this person or this person might see this and might think about me as this motivational yeah. person who, you know, does coaching and stuff. So why not? You know, that that's what I do. And I, I love doing that. I, I love helping people. Surely that's a noble thing. So I'm now at peace and I hope that, you know, people listening in, listeners listening in, that you would be able to reach that point where that's mm-hmm. a huge weight that's just lifted off of my shoulders, you know, being able to, to do that. Yeah, I had the same experience questioning myself, why am I doing this? And just if you if I really truly think about it, like it does not make any sense. And then I realized I was operating on my imposter syndrome and being afraid that how I am presenting myself on social media, will that cause others who I work with professionally to not take me seriously. And, you know, being in my industry and um, with my experience level, I'm, um, you know, considered young in our industry. And so I, I always had this fear of not being taken seriously. And I realized that that was the root cause as to why I felt like I had to hide what I was doing in my personal life so I could maintain my professional image or my profession, you know, and, and ultimately be taken seriously. I want to come to the next thing, which is uh, we, we talked about potential, you know, people's potential. Mm-hmm. From your experience of, of coaching, mentoring and helping people in, in your industry, uh, in your line of work, what would you say are, you know, is it one or is it several, several things that form barriers or blockers to someone actually living their true potential? The biggest source of your potential is starts in your mind. It's your mindset. Your mindset is ultimately what is going to lead you to living your life to your fullest and highest potential. And if I also, your mind is also your energy source and the nucleus, the powerhouse of of everything, all of your thoughts, all of your actions. Um, And so if you're not fueling yourself with 
positive self-talk, whatever it is that you need to do to get your mental state to be where it's maintaining optimistic, you're keeping the faith. I think faith is the most important thing um, in yourself. And, and if you're not maintaining that, then you ultimately limit yourself and restrict yourself from truly achieving life in the way that you should be and the expansion that you're capable of. Yeah, I think you you touched on something really interesting there. You touched on the, the mind, you know, it starts in the mind. I, I truly believe that everything starts with a seed of thought in, in the mind. And that's a really powerful thing. And then you mentioned faith, uh, coupled with mm-hmm. faith, which is really, really interesting because sometimes, you know, people have worked it out in the mind, but it never fails. It always fails to, to materialize because that faith element of saying, I don't know how it's going to work out, but you know, to, to understand that I, I have faith that it's going to work out. So that is, is an interesting thing that you mentioned those two things there, the, the mind and coupled with faith. What, why I ask this question is that a lot of the conversations that I've had with a lot of people is that they, they find several blockers to really living what they, you know, how they want to live, you know, their the true potential. Because you know, as an outsider, you see someone and say, look, you've got all these skills, you know, I can immediately think of 10 things that you could do, but ultimately it's they themselves that have to do it. You know, as an outsider, Mm -hmm. I can't do it for them. You know, again, as a coach, I can't do this for you. I can guide you from reflecting on what you've told me, but ultimately you have to do the work. So this is why I asked about the question of what are the kind of the main blockers where they have a certain skill set, for example, and naturally you would say, you know, that person, you know, if you apply this to that, then you would get, you know, a huge thing, but they, they fail to, to get over that line. What I have found with my clients is the biggest blocker is that they stop focusing inwardly and start focusing outwardly. And they become more fixated and focused mm. on other people's skill sets or other people's uh, what success they're reaching. And mm. their focus should be within themselves. And if you're truly in alignment and truly focused on your own expansion, you're not going to be worried about what others are, are bringing to the table. And in fact, you are going to be more magnetically drawn to what others have because you want to, it's almost like fuel uh, for your passion of wanting to be on the self-growth journey and expansion journey and, and being with like-minded other like-minded individuals fuels that source and it lights a, a fire within and mm. it's truly motivating. Like you say, you know, it's, it's, it's when they focus on external conditions or other people and start to compare themselves with other people that they get distracted from what they already have and the potential that they already have and what they can bring to the world and help people with what they, again, with what they already have. So when they have that benchmark against other people that they say, oh, I can't do that, but, you know, they can, you know, they feel to say, I can do this. And the biggest distraction right now with this obstacle in itself is social media because social media portrays you're seeing Mm. the highlights of other people's lives and, or it's their businesses that they have on there. And then you ultimately then take that and you, you compare it to yourselves and, and to ourselves. And we should not be doing that. And your biggest competitor every day should be yourself. You should always be a competition for the person that you were the previous day, always trying to improve and to do better. And so social media adds a whole nother swirl to to the puzzle of, of trying uh, of this journey i like what you said there about the, the the competition not being out there but it's in here it's within you so mm-hmm. to be able to say today i'm a better 
person than I was yesterday, however small it is. It doesn't have to be big, huge leaps, but, you know, small thing like, okay, you know, if it's time management, for example, okay, I've left a little bit earlier than I did yesterday. That's a big win. Celebrate it. Um, so that competition with yourself, your previous self, I think that's a key key thing that you've mentioned there, which I really, really appreciate that you're sharing it. Of course. And to piggyback off of that as well, um, as far as for celebrating the wins, whether it be big or small, that's so critical because if you don't and you you don't even celebrate your small wins and it could be a baby step, it could be a half of a baby step. Uh, it doesn't have, you're not going, going to always achieve these large grand goals every day. It's just not going to happen. But every day that you put effort in, that should in itself be celebrated because that's you constantly showing up to, to wanting to achieve whatever it is that you're working towards. And when you don't do that, then you, we get into the burnout culture where then your, your expectations are becoming so grandiose and, and so large that it's not even, it no longer becomes realistic. There's a lot of soundbite out there that, you know, I, I, to a certain extent, I agree that, you know, you have to dream big. What people fail to, to understand is that, yes, dream big, but you have to start small. You can't start big. Um, mm-hmm. if, if, you, if you start off big and you don't achieve it, then you're going to be deflated and disappointed. Well, I'm talking about, uh, about this topic, you know, I'm thinking about all the other coaches out there, of, you know, speakers and, you know, Simon Sinek talks about the long game, you know, the, the game mm-hmm. that, that never ends. So you know, to understand right. that the game is long, so you have to pace yourself like a marathon runner. You don't do that sprint because you're going to burn, like you're saying, you're going to burn out very quickly. Yeah. And then even in that regard as well, I'm just thinking of some of the clients that I've worked with and whether it be whatever it is that they're trying to achieve it's almost like a validation culture right now because of how social media is. And I like how they no longer have, you can choose on your options with any of the posts or whatever it is that you're sharing, that you no longer have to show the number of likes that you get on something and you can do the others. Um, or, so it just displays that others have liked it and it hides that number because I feel like that in itself, while who you may or may not be aware of it, if you post something and you don't get the likes or the response that you were anticipating, then ultimately that hinders your your self-belief and you start doubting yourself and then it seems to be a block that a a big roadblock that stops people from trying to continue to achieve whatever it is that they are working towards i think that's really powerful um reminder there uh again when that happens for me it's going back to the intention why Am I sharing this in the first place? Is it one to get likes so that I can see how mm-hmm. people people liked it and I can, you know, get that, you know, dose of dopamine and, you know, be feel good for that few moments. And if I don't get the, the likes that I, I wanted, I feel deflated. Is that my intention or is my intention purely to share and hopefully have an impact with, with you know, somebody else can connect with it? So that's a good tip to be able to, if you find yourself in the situation where you're, you're, you know, you catch yourself, Oh, you know, I feel, you know, a bit deflated, disappointed. Nobody liked it. You know, I only got one like to be able to, to switch that off maybe can help refocus your attention. You know, why am I sharing this in the first place? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's the purpose of the post? Absolutely, absolutely. And if you don't have the, it's with anything in life. If you don't have a, a set intention and you're just, posting it and if it, it becomes hollow and if you're just looking for for likes it's it it, it burns you out it's deflating so 
Absolutely. Uh, Brittany, I, w- I want to come to quickly to L Potential. Oh, yeah. Something yeah. super, super exciting. Uh, so do share with us uh, what L Potential is. How did mm-hmm. it come about? It's, its purpose. Okay, so if we were sitting here a year ago, it probably wouldn't happen because I wouldn't be in this position right now to even be talking about it. Um, so L Potential is a woman's empowerment brand. And ultimately, uh, it goes to my of me from pivoting from the dental profession and uh, pivoting towards helping other women, uh, women of, of any um, experience in their lives who are truly wanting to step into their power to really claim and curate the life of their dreams or of their desire. And um, so I'm very excited. I've been actively working on my website. I've been working with clients, but I'm ready to make this more official. And um, it's just a way for me to try to connect with with others. And one of my goals of this year was I just felt so restricted in 2020, like many of us in our houses and, mm. and not being able to, to go out and experience life like we once did. Um, and so I wanted to get out of, I, I wanted to connect with others, but not just within my community. I wanted to make my community larger. Uh, I feel like proximity is power. And so this past year has been focused a lot on me getting out, traveling, meeting and connecting with others. And, and it's so much fun. I've met so many different people on this journey. And again, going back to what we spoke about earlier, it builds this momentum and this flow and the opportunities just keep presenting themselves. And, and I want to help other women um, achieve that for themselves. I love that. And and again, I want to say personally, thank you for taking this mission on. And, you know, it's a noble thing to do. So, you know, on behalf of uh, people out there listening in, tuning in, thank you for, for doing this. Uh, and, I appreciate you know, that. Yeah. <laughs> you talked about proximity is power and the fact that, um, you know, reaching out to as many people as you can. Now, just to remind people tuning in, uh, I'm in Dubai at the moment. It is um, just about shy of uh, 5 five to 10 p.m. Uh, at night, uh, just about 10 p.m. at night. Brittany, where are you uh, calling from? I am calling in from upstate New York, and it is 12.55 p.m. here. It's almost my lunchtime. Wow, for Camille, it's your bedtime. <laughs> so I want to thank you for, for finding time to connect with me and so we can have this opportunity together to, to talk. Absolutely. And then wherever you are uh, tuning in, uh, at whatever time zone, whatever day, uh, time of day, time of night you're tuning in, this is, uh, the, the again, one of the, the blessings I feel, the, the power of technology that we have nowadays. You know, I'm thinking about... 10, 15, 20 years ago, um, we used to have dial-up to, we don't have Zoom. I I don't know if you have, this is platform called IRC. I don't know if you used it before. Uh, It used to be like a chat thing that you used to kind of leave a message and then you come back later on and see if someone's, you know, replied. It was that kind of early form of email, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we definitely had something similar. And I can still hear with the dial up, the dial up tones sitting in front of my computer. And you really couldn't do much. And it was it's funny how I I reflect back on those moments. And of course I was I was young at the time, but I just remember like what was I truly like it was just a total time waste. (laughs) What was I doing? (laughs) You know, waiting 10 hours to get my next message back. And you wait 10 hours just for the the, to get the dial in of the The connection. Yeah. Those were the days. And again, we've come a long, long way from, from those days. And now we're connecting live um, when we're recording this, Dubai, uh, New York, 
And, you know, soon, wherever you guys are tuning in from, it's, it's absolutely awesome. So I just want to take a moment and just, um, you know, send, send gratitude and say, you know, thank you to, you know, to humanity for, for, for achieving what we have right, right now. And uh, yeah, so I'm just feeling That's blessed. At the moment. Sorry, I just want to share that with, with everyone. Uh, <laughs> I know. I feel like we're just—you have. I know. I have such a different appreciation for it now, more so than ever, because I hate to keep going back to 2020, but that really shifted and really changed my perception of of everything. So. And on that, Brittany, how can people connect with you? I would love to connect. So you can find me on Instagram under L Potential, and then I also, um, as of January, I will be at lpotential.com. And then you can find me on my personal social media page as well under Brittany T. Murray. Great. And all of these handles uh, will be placed in the description in this session today. So have a look at that and connect with Brittany. Okay, so we're coming up to the end of the episode. I just feel that time's flown by. We, you know, we really haven't has. really... <laughs> we've I've, I've completely enjoyed this conversation. I hope you guys have. And I hope, Brittany, you've, you've enjoyed this conversation as oh, well. Definitely, yeah. definitely so before we leave um as i mentioned to Brittany, we've got this quick five uh question round at the end uh and i hope Brittany, you're okay to 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 do this yeah let's do it cool okay question number one what is your favorite word my favorite word i love the word momentum Mm. both i have a few i'll be honest with you so momentum full throttle big forward movement and expansion. Wow. I, I love those. I mean, that's, you gave five there. Is that five? Yeah. <laughs> All of it's kind of, yeah, I just feel, I just feel alive right now. Just thinking about those five words. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> five in one. Awesome. I like how you ask. I like how you ask that by the way, because I literally meditate on those words and, and try to, I create themes throughout my day or my weeks or my month. And I usually rotate between those five words and, um, so with you asking that, it's so awesome to see. There's obviously a reason why you probably have that as one of your questions. So. Yes, ab- absolutely. And I, I, again, thank you for sharing that because it, it just gives people that. Um, I, I love the, the way that you, you've mentioned it, that you've picked out words and they become your, your theme, right? Your theme <laughs> that you, you focus on. I think that's a really powerful tool to, to do, you know, when you're meditating, when you're whatever it is, you know, that particular month, you know, um, you choose words which you you feel connected with and you want to kind of achieve certain things. You you use these as coat hangers, if you like. Uh, yep, I embrace the word. Yeah. I love okay. that. Love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. So question number two, what are you currently reading or listening to? A thousand things. Now, I always have something going on in my Audible <laughs> app, but um, one of my most favorite books, I actually carry it around with me. I know not everyone can see this, um, but if you're watching this on, on YouTube, but it's this book here. It's called Discovering the wow. Path to Riches Success by Napoleon Hill. Um, I just think I, I found this actually, I want to say it was uh, right before the world shut down, ironically, from 2020. And this has literally been, I feel like it's the, the manual to life. Um, so if you're listening to this, I highly recommend this book. Um, and it's been, definitely been uh, inspiration throughout this past, you know, this past year and a half, I would say even to my, the progress that I've made personally, um, right now I'm currently listening to, it's called super attractor by Gabby, um, 
Bernstein, the last name. Yeah. And um, just at the very beginning of, of that book, but I just, one of my friends recommended it to me. Awesome. I, I love that. I love, I love, um, I love Napoleon Hill's uh, works and, and Gabby Bernstein as well. I think Napoleon Hill for me was one of the, one of the first books that I've actually engaged in personal development is uh, Think and Grow Rich. So I, I connect Think with, and grow rich. Yeah, with, with that as well. And, and so this is interesting. It takes a lot of the, it's actually written by um, one of a publishing house that takes the, the different concepts from that book and they basically streamline it down into a different type of a version and then they include different quotes in it as well I, I you probably like... weren't expecting me to have the book <laughs> <laughs> but i like the size of the book it's really handy it fits you know it's, it fits nice literally carried around everywhere yeah. <laughs> it's it's like it fits nicely into the palm of your hand and I, I i it's really handy i, I love it i'm gonna look it out i'm gonna yeah. look it out thank you cool <laughs> <laughs> this is this is awesome this is awesome so question number three Brittany. Um, yeah. If you could meet someone either living or past, who would that be? Okay, so this without a doubt, and not to go down a, a, a sad route, but my father passed away in 2020. So I definitely would want to connect and have mm. a conversation with him. Um, so that would be my, my number one. Sorry to hear about that. And um, yeah. yeah, so dad, yeah. Yep. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that, really. Oh, Definitely. Okay, so num- question number four, what advice would you give to the younger Brittany? The younger Brittany, um, I would say, I think that the best advice with anyone is to start with life. And since we're, we were talking about confidence and self-belief, I would give myself the advice of how to take different daily practices uh, to repetitively try to build up my confidence and self-belief. I think that the momentum that I talk about, I talked about with you about just this past year, year and a half, I think it would be a lot different if I had started the journey when I was younger. And that starts with your confidence, your self-belief and your mindset work. Awesome. That's, that's great advice. Um, even, even to me right now. <laughs> yeah. So, and hopefully to, to everyone uh, listening and tuning in. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Uh, question number five, the last question. What can we expect? I know we, we touched on this uh, briefly, but anyway, I'm going to ask it anyway. What can we expect from Brittany in the next five years? In the next five years? Well, January 2022 will be my website that will be launched. Um, and then my ultimate goal is to publish, to write and publish my own book. And I hope to have that thinking within the next year, year and a half. Um, and then podcast as well. Awesome. I, I know we're talking and about I'm podcasts. In, yeah. I was just going to share December is like my month of reflection. I love to use it to just reflect on the goals that I had set for myself at the start of the year and see and just kind of go back and in my mind and experience all the different experiences that I've endured throughout the past year and just the different things that I've learned and and then use that to then set out and, and create the blueprint for my next year. So for 2022. And so um, that is ultimately 2022. It's looking like the, well, the website in January, hopefully the book and then the podcast. I love that the way that you've you've structured your the, the outlook for for the next year um, that's really useful I'm, I'm thinking about kind of goal setting as well because that that's where you know you set where you want to be at a particular time and you you work your way back you know what do I need to do to get myself there so yeah I, I love that so th- thanks for sharing that I'm looking forward to all of this good stuff coming from uh, from Brittany in the next uh, year a couple of years or so
Right. And I just one thing I just have to share with goal setting, I think the most important part about it is yes, you should have clearly defined goals, but you should also allow yourself some grace to be open to just different opportunities that while you're setting out to achieve those goals, be open to other opportunities along the way. And that's something that I've learned from this past year. And it's so much fun. And I can tell too, just from talking with you offline and, and just the different things that uh, you have too, it's just, just, it's so much fun. And that's what life is all about. You know, you have clearly defined goals. That's fine. But, you know, as we all know, life happens, right? There are things that we, yeah. that is out, out with our control. So the way that I look at it is that don't be too hard on myself. You know, I still have that goal. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I haven't canceled that goal. It's still there. Maybe it's just slightly delayed or I need to go down this route to come back to it stronger. So it's not to say that I'm, you know, I'm completely cancelling that goal because something else happened. Sometimes, you know, it takes a little bit longer. So that's the way I kind of look at it. Yeah. And there's a reason why we experience different things throughout our lives. And I truly believe in that. So if there's something that that I experience that kind of makes me stumble or fumble towards my goal, I embrace it. And I say, okay, what's the lesson I'm meant to learn from this? And then truly being present to learn that lesson and then utilizing that knowledge to then set out and to continue to still set forth and conquer the goal that I, that I had envisioned, but maybe it's now setting out in a different way than I originally thought it was going to be. Great, great advice, uh, Brittany. Um, unfortunately, we're <laughs> I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> I, I do realize, you know, uh, people tuning in, maybe we should do this again. We should do this uh, definitely again you know, at some point. Uh, maybe once L Potential is up and running, we, we can come back and catch up uh, with you uh, about that. L Potential. Yeah, so that'll be, that'll be awesome. <laughs> so looking forward to that. But in the meantime, Brittany, thank you so much for saying yes. I'm going to end with, what we started off with with saying mm-hmm. yes so thank you for saying yes thank you for your time appreciate your energy your presence so thank you again Brittany and I just want to thank you again as well I truly appreciate it and I appreciate you staying up past your bedtime to talk with me <laughs> here in New York awesome have, a, have an uh, amazing day ahead Brittany for you guys tuning in I hope that has been beneficial to you please let myself and Brittany know in the comments what has connected and resonated with you what has helped you in the meantime peace and love from me always stay tuned for the next episode so bye bye from me and from Brittany yes bye Thank you for listening. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in from wherever you are. My sincere hope is that this episode has not only resonated with you, but also given you some invaluable tips and strategies to improve your life. Don't forget to share your comments with me. As you know, I love to hear your views. Also remember to follow the Academy, follow me, my guests, and tag us on our social media handles, which will be provided in the description. Most importantly, please leave a review and let me know that you've heard this podcast and how it has impacted you. Until the next episode, stay safe, stay healthy, and peace and love from me always. <music>